What can crafting a personal or professional mission statement do in terms of helping you overcome pandemic fatigue and career angst? Let's talk all about it right here on episode 356 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello there. This is Nurse Keith. This podcast is, of course, always about you, your personal and professional development, your nursing and healthcare career, and the healthcare system writ large. And I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, entrepreneurship, and beyond. And today, this is a solo episode with little old me, Nurse Keith, yours truly. I love having you along for the ride, and I thank you from the bottom of my nurse podcaster's heart for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. And here's a special ongoing request. If you find value in the show, please consider becoming a valued patron over at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You know, We are just around 400 episodes right now, if we count all of the bonus episodes that actually aren't numbered. And that incurs a lot of costs over the years. And I'm asking 100 regular listeners to pledge $2 a month for a year. That's less than buying me a cup of coffee every month. And I promise you no added caffeine, sugar, or empty calories. And I just want to bring you more and more audio awesomeness. So please consider signing up at patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith to sign up and show your support for the show just like Edward from the Bay Area and Marie from Tennessee thank you for considering showing your support and the other way you can show your support is to refer yourself your dog your cat your hamster your friend your colleague your neighbor for coaching with me regarding careers personal development and professional development. I've completed hundreds of expert holistic coaching sessions, actually over 2,000 now, with nurses and healthcare professionals and others just like you from all around the world. And if you want to explore coaching, email me at keith at nursekeith.com to schedule a complimentary chat. And if you mention the show, you get 10% off your first coaching package. The show notes for this episode are going to be over at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 356. You know, these aren't easy times. I am recording this right at the beginning of February 2022. And, you know, there is some change happening in the pandemic Omicron is showing some signs of fading in certain areas. However, a lot of nurses and healthcare professionals out there are also feeling their passion and their love of nursing and healthcare and medicine fade as well. The pandemic has taken a big, big toll. And when you start to lose sight of your purpose, either personally or professionally, you can really feel adrift. You can really feel lost. And that's a very difficult feeling to engender in yourself and to experience on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, according to a study published not that long ago in the journal Health Policy, burnout was the primary factor driving nurses to quit before the pandemic. And out of 418,000 RNs who quit their jobs in 2017, over 30% said they left because of burnout 
and they talked about stressful work environments, inadequate staffing, and such. And an American Nurses Association survey conducted in December 2020, that's over a year ago, found that 75% or so of nurses reported feeling exhausted in the two weeks prior to being taking part in the survey, which is not unexpected in a profession that keeps you on your feet and can really run you ragged on a day-to-day basis. And another survey from the American Nurses Association's Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation project found that 69% of U.S. nurses said that they agreed or strongly agreed that they put their patients' health and safety before their own. And 35% said they felt like their work had meaning, and only 25% said they were optimistic about the future. So if we take all of this together and we look at this data and we look at the anecdotal evidence that's coming to us from nurses just like you, we know that people can reach their breaking point and many nurses have. Many are flying from the profession and I wanna do my best to help as many of you as possible stay in, not to your own detriment, but stay in in a way that actually works for you. You know, we added 700,000 nursing jobs between 2002 and 2015. That was 31% growth. And that was about what the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics had projected. And during the Great Recession, the industry added 187,000 jobs while the national economy lost over 7 million. So, you know, we have been somewhat recession-proof. However, we are not pandemic-proof. And High pay can do one thing for people, but when you are under duress on a regular basis and feeling like you can't practice the way you were promised you could and the way you always envisioned practicing or maybe the way you did prior to these times, that can be incredibly demoralizing. And, you know, one in five healthcare workers have left the industry over the past two years, and two in five nurses have said they would leave their practice within the next two years, according to an American Medical Association-led study. And some of these nurses are leaving after decades of experience. And think about the brain power and institutional memory that those nurses carry. What are we losing when nurses leave prematurely? What are we giving up? And how are we going to replace them? How are we going to replenish and refurbish and keep this profession alive and keep the healthcare system functioning smoothly when a lot of you are feeling this way? And, you know, I'm not going to talk today about all the innumerable strategies that we need to employ nationwide and also statewide and within our individual institutions. You know, there's lots of things that can be done to retain nurses within the profession and keep the healthcare system functioning. We need advocacy, of course. We need increased salaries. We need solutions to vexing staffing issues and a lot of other interventions to care for beleaguered, hardworking nurses like you. However, what I want to talk about today in the context 
of what's happened throughout the pandemic and what's happening now in 2022 as we start to see a little bit of light twinkling at the end of an incredibly long tunnel. However, we still are holding our breath because we know things could still shift and change in the months to come. I want to talk about one individual intervention that you can take to heart and use in order to gain some clarity regarding what you want and where you'd like to head, no matter how you're feeling right now. Many, many clients, many nurses are reaching out to me with pandemic fatigue and, like I said at the top of the show, existential angst. They're tired from the last two years. They were tired before the pandemic even started. They feel often that they need a major change, and they're wondering what they should do next and how to make it happen. And for my money, understanding your values, understanding your intrinsic motivations and what you truly, truly want to accomplish in your life and in your professional career are key to making prudent, thoughtful decisions about what your next choices might actually end up being. And to this end, I lead my clients or many of my clients through an exercise that helps them to craft a mission statement by digging deep into various areas of their lives and unpacking what it is they might really be after in life and maybe uncovering a little bit more of what makes them tick. So you might ask, Nurse Keith, why a mission statement? And there are myriad reasons why you might choose to write a professional slash personal mission statement. So first, defining your mission can potentially help you identify the steps you need to take so that you can achieve certain professional goals that you have been pretty clear you wanted to pursue or to identify the goals if you haven't quite elucidated them yet. And this can also help you set future goals that you want to put into place so that you can plot the course of where you're headed in the bigger picture. And second, being cognizant of your mission personally and or professionally can empower you to make certain types of choices and decisions that are aligned with your values. And this is just so very important. I've talked about values here on the show before, and this can help you refine the vision of the impact you want to have on the world around you and face it. Many of us who go into nursing, if you ask why we did it, it wasn't for the sexy uniforms or the great shoes or the amazing hours. It's because we want to be of service. And if we want to create motivation and inspiration for ourselves, we can consciously craft our career development by being clear or getting clearer on what our mission actually is. And this empowers you to focus more clearly on what you truly want in your personal and professional lives. And I talk with my clients a lot about work style and lifestyle. What do you want at home? What do you want at work? How can we make sure the two work together and are not at odds with one another? And understanding your mission, understanding what motivates you and what drives you helps you cultivate resilience for when obstacles arise and the going gets tough, like, for instance, a pandemic. So in the work I do with my clients, I guide them through some steps for crafting a mission statement. And 
I want to go through this process with you now here on this episode to see if this might resonate with you, even if just some of the steps resonate with you. And if you want to do this process with me in coaching, all the better. So the first place we begin with crafting a mission statement is identifying our values. And the Barrett Personal Values Assessment is something I use with all of my clients if they're willing to take it. It's an online assessment. It doesn't take very long, maybe 20 minutes or so. And it generates a personal values report that you receive via email. And you can also share with me if you care to. So it's the Barrett Personal Values Assessment at thevaluecenter.com. And I will have a link in the show notes. And once you can identify your core values, You're on your way to deeper self-knowledge that can really help clarify what I would say is like the moral and philosophical underpinnings of who you are as a human being and what you bring to the table as a nursing and healthcare professional. So if you do this particular assessment, you'll be able to really see what the most important values are that are identified through the assessment. You can see if you agree with what is brought forward for you. And then you can really look at whether those values are things you've actually been living, living them out in terms of your career and your professional contributions. And you can also see, well, Yeah, those values are aligned with who I want to be, but I don't think I've really been expressing them very well in my life or my career or my home life yet. And when you can see that, when you can see that maybe you're misaligned between your values and what you've chosen to do as a nurse, perhaps changing a career path to do something that's really truly aligned with what your values are, will have you feel much different about the work you're doing. And the next question I'd like to ask after the values is, what are the top characteristics that very, very trusted colleagues would identify as most accurately representing how you show up in the world as a professional? You can actually go out there and ask a couple colleagues or a manager or someone with whom you worked in the past, even it doesn't have to be present, or maybe a professor or a preceptor or a mentor, or maybe even your coach. The top characteristics that they think really identify how you come into the world and how you bring forth your special gifts when working with patients or collaborating with colleagues or however it is you show up in the world, it's a very, very important question to ask and can really be a humbling experience to hear what other people think of you and how they see you live your values out loud in the world. And again, if there's a misalignment between what they identify and what you actually truly want to bring out in the world or what your values truly are, it's an opportunity, it's a learning experience and can really help you identify, hmm, maybe there's some changes I need to make. Maybe there's something I can do differently. Maybe there's something I need to bring forward in my personality. Maybe there's something I need to study or a skill I need to learn so that 
I can feel more that I am this person who others see me as, or maybe I want others to see these other skills in me that have not quite yet come into blossom, haven't quite come to fruition. And if you happen to be a newer nurse, if you're newer to the profession, you know, you may not have really found your footing yet. You may not have found your mojo as a nurse and healthcare professional. So this particular aspect of this exercise might be a little challenging because people haven't really had time to assess who you truly are because you don't even know who you truly are yet. However, getting this feedback from people you work with could be really helpful in you then narrowing down the type of nurse you truly want to be. And this could be impetus for you to start doing the work, the inner work and the outer work to bring that particular nurse identity in you outward and have it actually manifest in the way you show up in the world. The next question I like to ask when looking at a mission statement and how to craft it is to ask you what the five things are that you most like to spend your time doing. And this doesn't necessarily have to just be things at work. You could make a list of five things you most like doing at work and the five things you most like doing outside of work, but I'm really just looking for the things that bring you joy, the things that make you happy, the things that make you fulfilled and gratified. Because if we can identify the things we like to do and the ways in which we like to spend our time, this can tell us a lot about how we might be able to spend our time at work and how we might want to guide and mold and help our career evolve so that it becomes something that we really feel good about doing on a day-to-day basis. The next question I like to ask is about the social causes, the hobbies, the beliefs, the philosophies, the practices, the interests that mean the most to you. This could mean your faith. It could be a belief in nonviolent communication or anti-racism. It could be your intense interest in astrology or health and wellness or meditation or writing, whatever it happens to be, the things that light you up, that light your fire, that make you get out of bed in the morning, the things that really innervate you and bring interest and curiosity and depth and richness to your life. This may seem a little esoteric in terms of what it means to crafting a mission statement. However, if we truly understand ourselves and we understand the things that make us happy and the things that move us, the things that are really like the underpinnings, the bedrock of who we are and the ways in which we we wish to be in the world and the things we wish to bring forth into the world around us, this can really do a lot in terms of understanding what our mission is in life and our mission is in our work. So taking into consideration your intrinsic values, your beliefs, your strengths, your interests, think about what some of the professional goals are that you could say are central to who you are and what do you want to achieve. You know, 
I talk to a lot of people who say, I really like to help people. And I always like to drag a little bit more out from them because it's not quite enough just to say, I want to help people. I like to get a lot more granular than that. What is it that you like to help people with? Do you like to help people understand their health? Do you like people to understand more about themselves and their their inner workings? Is it a spiritual aspect that you like to help bring out in people? Is it psycho-emotional? What is it that that really interests you about helping others. You know, maybe one of the things that's central to who you are and what you want to achieve is you want to be an innovator. Maybe you're an innovation fellow with Johnson and Johnson. Maybe you're at uh, University of Pennsylvania and you are working on an app that you'd like to bring to fruition during the course of your studies. Or maybe you want to get your PhD or DNP or Maybe you want to be a visionary nurse leader. Maybe you'd like to be a thought leader and an influencer, and you'd like to change the course of nursing education or nursing thought. Maybe you're a budding nurse theorist, and you would like to bring forward a theory that might actually change the trajectory of how people think about nurses' places in the world in general. Or maybe you want to impact healthcare policy, and you want to work on a legislative level, or maybe even run for office locally or statewide or nationally or whatever, what have you. So these intrinsic values and beliefs and interests and strengths and and goals and the things that really make you want to actually go out there and do something positive, these also are part of how you can craft your mission and create a sense of who you truly are, and who you truly want to grow into being. So I pulled out some sample mission statements by famous people. And, you know, famous people are what famous people are. And, you know, we can take what they say with a grain of salt, but they can also lead us in the direction in which we want to go. And Sir Richard Branson, the founder of Virgin Group, he said his mission was to have fun in life and learn from personal mistakes, which I think is a is a nice statement. Having fun is, I think, something worthy of pursuit and learning from one's mistakes. I think we as nurses and healthcare professionals, we're pretty in tune with how we need to learn from our mistakes so that we can get better and better at what we do and provide the best possible patient care if we are patient caregivers or if we're doing research or teaching, whatever it is we're doing, that our mistakes can lead us to our greatest accomplishments. And Oprah Winfrey, we all know who she is, she said her mission was to be a teacher and inspire my students to become any everything they never thought they could be. So that's, you know, it sounds a little cliche, but I think nurses can relate to this notion of teaching and inspiring others and helping, let's say, patients to achieve better health than they ever thought they could. So I think we could see some value, some low-hanging fruit in terms of what Oprah had to say there. And Maya Angelou, the famous writer and poet, she said her mission was not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, 
some humor, and some style. And that is just so Maya Angelou. I can hear that in her her gravelly, buttery, beautiful voice saying that. Not merely to survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. And she had a great deal of personal style. And I think nurses can relate to this notion of surviving and thriving and passion, compassion, humor, style. I think many of us can bring that to the table as healthcare providers. And that can really say a lot about who we are out there, can't it? And Malala Yousafzai, the Nobel Prize laureate and activist, the young woman who was, um, she was, um, I think, very violently um, injured um, when she was speaking out against um, the oppression of women in her native Pakistan. And I know I didn't pronounce her last name right. She said, I want to serve the people and I want every girl, every child to be educated. That's an incredibly noble goal. And as a Nobel Prize laureate at, I don't know, 15 or 16 years old, that says a lot about what she wants to bring out into the world and what she sees as her mission. And I think that's a that's a very, very beautiful mission. And here are a couple anonymous mission statements that I really like. And here's a quote. To become the best version of myself and overcome the personal challenges I face right now, I'd like to stop living a life in which I manifest the worst possible version of myself. I want to see and experience everything of which I am truly capable. I want to overcome the negative habits and thought patterns that are holding me back. Only by doing this can I become the person I always was meant to be. I think that's a really beautiful one. This next one says, my personal mission is to enhance the lives of others by making the world a better place. I truly believe that world peace is possible in our lifetimes. The reason why there is strife, war, and discord is simply because people are struggling. All over the world, billions of people are living in desperate poverty. The key to changing the world is simply to help these people. By dedicating my life to charity work, I will create a measurable difference in their lives. That's a beautiful one too. And finally, here's another one. To use my gifts of intelligence for the benefit and improvement of others, to make use of the wisdom, knowledge, and logical thinking capabilities which God has given me, to put these skills into action and find a way to do good in the world, to assist others in overcoming burdens and reaching their true potential. That's a really lovely one too. And I think you can probably strongly relate to all of these when it comes to being a nurse and the service that's involved and the humility and service that all of these people actually put into their crafted mission statements. I think these are quite powerful and quite simple and also very inspiring. And I will have them in the show notes. And finally, the musician Robert Fripp, one of my favorite musicians of all time, the founder of the band King Crimson, he once said, and he didn't say this is a mission statement, but I take it as one. He said, may my living honor my parents and may my living repay the debt of my existence. May my living honor my parents and may my living honor the debt of my existence. I really resonate with that one. 
And if I can honor my parents and repay the debt of my existence on this earth at this time in this life, that is really where the rubber can truly hit the road for me spiritually and emotionally. So I hope this is helpful for you to have this very concise, very brief guide to crafting a mission statement. And you know, it's not a panacea. It's not a silver bullet. I'm not saying it's going to magically change your life or change the direction or trajectory or level of satisfaction in your nursing and healthcare career. However, it can take you in the right direction. It can point you towards your North Star. And I can always help you get further and get more deep with this if you like through coaching and through moving in the direction of your North Star. But we need as many of you as possible to stay in the profession. And if you're willing to do so, and if the work you've been doing is no longer serving you, it's no longer working for you, and you feel like you just can't go on, maybe there's a way to identify your values, the things that are important to you, the things that truly motivate and innervate you and make you happy and bring you joy. And maybe we can figure out a way for you to stay in the profession, to stay in healthcare, but move on to another area, another specialty, another way of practicing, another milieu where you can live out your values in a way that feels so much more aligned with who you are. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to this very brief episode of The Nurse Keith Show. And remember, the show notes can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 356. I will have those mission statements written there. I will have links to the articles that I and the studies that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. And I want you to take inspired action every day in some way in the interest of your personal and professional satisfaction and development. And if you need personalized holistic career coaching to elevate your nursing career, look no further than nursekeith.com and mention the show you get 10% off your first coaching package. And please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com forward slash nursekeith. $2 a month would be awesome. Please consider availing yourself of that and helping to support the show and do me the honor of becoming a valued patron. The Nurse Keith Show is a proud member of the Health Podcast Network, one of the largest and fastest growing collections of authoritative, high quality podcasts taking on the tough topics in health and care with empathy, expertise, and commitment to excellence, healthpodcastnetwork.com. The Nurse Keith Show is adroitly produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting, and Mark Cappy Speeson is always our stalwart social media ringmaster. I'm grateful to both Rob and Mark for keeping the wheels turning in the right direction. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith saying adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hold up. 